with graduation just around the corner, we're meeting with a lot of seniors and they're telling us about their transition and how they have all kinds of feelings about graduating. And then thinking about reflecting back on their years at Western and what's brought them to here. And we just happen to have two people graduating from our office. As you know, we love having our students who work for us in uh, this podcast. So we have with us Brooke Klein and Ray Barton, and they're just going to just share with you some of their thoughts. Project Life Design, a podcast about getting inspired, trying things, talking to people, and developing a community for your best life. We are Adri Clark and Justin Sunata from Service Learning and Career Development at Western Oregon University in beautiful Monmouth, Oregon. Hi, Adri. Hi. Hi, Justin. All right. Hi, Brooke. Uh, hi. <laughs> hi, Ray. Hi. Ray. <laughs> hi. <laughs> So thanks for being here today. You're so welcome. We've worked with both of you. You've probably for three years, Brooke, and you for two years maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. two. Been so we've been with you and know uh, a lot about what you've been kind of been through and what you've been experiencing for the last couple of years, but here you are graduating. Congratulations is getting this far. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. As we go on. Yeah, that was a graduation song. I was going to oh, break right? into the song. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. <laughs> huh. You don't know the graduation song? I don't. Oh, okay. Please sing it for me. I'm not right now. Okay. We're trying to be professional here. Oh, yeah. If you yeah. can go just closer to them. Yeah, right, okay. Perfect. Yes, I can do that. Sorry. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, we'll start with you, Ray. Just, I would just want to ask you, how do you feel? How do you feel about this transition coming up for you? Um, not gonna lie, it is nerve-wracking. Um, when I first started college, I was very set on, I know exactly how college is gonna go, I know exactly my path, I know what my career is gonna be, but then things really started to shift and I realized that it wasn't the path that was really the best for me, and it also didn't exactly help that we were in the middle of a pandemic, and I think that really helped me in a way realize that it wasn't the right path because when everything shut down it made me really start to be really introspective and see what I really needed um, and I started to notice that I may have been doing a path that was maybe for somebody else and what isn't exactly for me so mm -hmm. I decided that I needed to maybe shift some gears and um, I found a path that was um, much much better for me um, and I feel much more comfortable and where I'm at um, just the one caveat is that I don't exactly have a clear idea with what I'm doing with graduation, post-graduation. Um, there's kind of a beauty in that because, you know, there's so many different possibilities. Um, so but, many. But also, you know, student loans, you kind of have to pay <laughs> for those. Um, yeah. But I think the greatest part about going to Wu is that we have an office that still accepts uh, alumni to help us. So um, even if we do end up in a career that we think is good, and we're in it for, say, three, four, five years and realize 
this isn't exactly the best place to be. We can still always come back and be like, hey, let's figure out some new ideas. Shameless yeah. plug. And what's yeah. the <laughs> office she's talking good about? Shameless plug. Yeah. Like, always yeah. mm-hmm. Just, that, just yeah. in case the audience didn't doesn't know, like right away, uh, that office is our office, service learning career development. Mm-hmm. We serve people for the rest of their lives. <laughs> but I thought it was really striking what you said about, you know, when you had it all figured out, you were in a major or a, a program that led to a very specific career. You know, mm-hmm. it was like the, the path was laid out in front of you. But now you're kind of open things up a lot and so many possibilities. But at the same time, you don't have that certainty, that security kind of knowing exactly what mm-hmm. yeah. is going to happen. Yeah. I love what, yeah. you, what you said, too, about, um, you know, the pandemic and how that played into all this, too, because, uh, you know, we did one podcast early on on the Great Resignation and talking about how, you know, people who are in the workforce are kind of having this value shift and this refocus on what's important. And they're just leading to a lot of people quitting their jobs. And, and you know, the kind of college equivalent is changing majors like you're kind of like re- you're learning more about yourself through the whole experience of being in a pandemic and maybe realizing what's important to you and what's not important to you and what you thought was and yeah. you know sort of encourages you to maybe change directions a little bit which is yeah I think a very common thing that's happening nowadays so yeah yeah it's definitely been the most reassuring thought of knowing that I mean it's incredibly common even pre-pandemic for people to change their majors mm-hmm. two or three times for so sure. yeah. when i came Good to point. that um that kind of fork in the road i was like well at least i can know that i am not the first person in college to have to suddenly realize that i need to change <laughs> everything and right. i had the one reassurance of knowing that while a lot of people need to change their majors from like i one program to a very completely different program mm-hmm. i had the fortunate um realization that i only needed to shift gears just slightly slightly left mm-hmm. cool yeah you were kind of in the going in a similar direction but mm-hmm. and uh yeah that's interesting you just weren't being so like you know kind of i don't know into a, a groove of where exactly you would go mm-hmm. yeah 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 how about you brooke oh my gosh um yeah well, I think the most changes I've actually experienced have been this year, like uh-huh. leading up to graduation, which is mm. kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. Um, I've always known what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to be in healthcare. That's just kind of like my main goal. I really like people, um, and I also really like science. And so um, for forever it was, I'm going to be a doctor, I'm going to be a doctor, I'm going to be a doctor. And this year I kind of realized that that's not what I want for myself. There's a lot of learning I've done this year, especially with, again, it's that pandemic thing taught me a lot about my values and kind of what I really am aiming for in my life. And, you know, through, I've done a lot of work talking to a lot of like healthcare professionals and seeing what their lives are like, especially for females um, and like being a mom and like all that stuff. Cause one, one day, very distant future, I'd like to be a mom. And so they were, all these healthcare professionals were like, well, you're going to be spending a lot of time with yourself as a doctor and you're not going to have a lot of time for personal relationships. And that's just something you got to get comfortable with. But if you're like a PA or if you're a nurse, you're going to have a little more time for your family and your schedule is going to be a lot more flexible. And I was like, okay, I want that second option. (laughs) I, I don't want to sacrifice my relationships. I'm very much someone that 
enjoys being around people and I live off of the energy of like socializing with others and um, I don't know, just the people in my life are very important to me. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I dropped my minor that I thought I was going to be super happy with, my chemistry minor, and I shifted my goals and my classwork. And this term I'm just doing things that a, really interest me and make me super duper happy. And also I'm actually looking forward to my future. I didn't realize how like dreadful I th- like I thought my, like everything was until I switched over to my focus, <laughs> which is kind of bad to think about on some levels. But until I was like, okay, I'm going to be a PA. I got this. I'm going to go to PA school instead of medical school. I feel 10 times happier about my decision mm-hmm. and I feel really, really good about it. And I'm actually really excited for the next few years of my life. I'm going to take some time off once I graduate and just live my life and enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. Got my OLCC. Um, which what is, is that? Um, your, it's like an Oregon liquor license certification. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the other C is for. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> There's like too many letters, but um, okay. I'm gonna, just going to bartend for a year and then go and like get some medical experience on the side, like job shadow, intern, mm-hmm. do what I can do and just kind of enjoy life because... Life is too short to rush through everything and sit around and force yourself through all the stuff. I don't want to be that person that sits in their house at like 40 years old and regrets not doing things when they were like, like younger, you know, like, oh, when I was in my 20s, I did this and this. I don't want to sit there and listen to other people's stories. I want to be able to have my own stories to tell. Mm -hmm. So. That's kind of my mentality. Adrian, I don't know if you've experienced this, but I feel like I've met quite a bit of professionals in my career mm-hmm. and a surprising number of them have had experience as bartenders. Oh, like, really? It's like a very, I don't know. I feel like I've met a lot of people who yeah. are, you know, obviously not bartenders now, but if you talk to them like, oh yeah, I bartended in college or I took a year off and bartended. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what a great, I think it's a great skill. It's like you can make good amount of money and not yeah. much amount of time and mm-hmm. you can work at night so you can get these other experiences yep. during the day. Mm-hmm. So that's really a really good way to go. But I just got to say, Brooke, because, you know, we've been able to observe you, but you didn't take this decision lightly. I, you, you know, it, it kind of <laughs> sounds like, oh, I just decided to do this. But it's like, I know it took a lot to, like, I let go of that identity yeah. that you had and, and then shift. So yeah. that was a huge mental hurdle for me. Yeah. I, um, a lot of swallowing my pride and kind of just accepting, not necessarily defeat, but being able to tell myself, like, you're not in the best situation. Like, you're not happy. Like, get over it. You're, you've been, I know you've been telling people your whole life that this is what you're going to do, but you're not doing it anymore. Yeah. So forget what everybody else is going to think about it, because at the end of the day, it's... It's about what makes you happy in the long run. Amen. Do you. And you're so determined that you probably just went way beyond, like, the point where... Yeah, you know, where I, you r- kind of knew it wasn't necessarily the best t- thing, but you just, I'm going to do it anyway, kind of thing yeah, for a I'm, while. I'm stubborn in that regard, yeah. I'd like to say. Well, that's all good. That's all good. But I, I just, I, you know, I think it's so good for students who might be listening to both of you to realize that, you know, you may start in one place and then go through all kinds of things to kind of get out in a, in a yeah. different way but and it's okay to be fresh I, I think yeah. it's like okay to be frustrated about you know go through that turmoil of like changing your mind like you're allowed mm-hmm. to be like oh my gosh well I thought that this is what I want to do like what's wrong with me yeah. like it's okay to feel that way that's totally normal in my so opinion it's 2020 yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly and I'll just share real quick you know there's a developmental stage that students go through about, about this is age 
and uh, there's there's four different stages. So there's first it's like, you know, you you don't really have any aim. You don't really have a, it's kind of like a diffusive state. You don't have any urgency to do anything or make any changes. Everything is just kind of fine. And then there's a state that's called foreclosure, where you make a decision and you stick with it no matter what. And you don't really have your blinders open. You're just, you know. Yeah. in a tunnel vision. Mm -hmm. And then in order to get to the final stage, which is achievement, where you have a developed a, an identity, you have to go through the third stage, which is moratorium. And that's where you're struggling and you're agonizing about things. and uh -huh. But you can't get to the achievement stage without the moratorium. Mm. So you guys gave yourself a really shitty stage where mm -hmm. you're just wondering what the hell am I doing? How am I gonna do this? And you made it through. So that's really good. Huh. That's Thank what you. I dream about as a career counselor. It's like, let's get you really uncomfortable so you right. can really <laughs> struggle. <laughs> I was just saying, when you hear no, students going through that, you're But right. you know, that's just the growing pains. You yeah. have to go through a crisis in order to grow. The necessary means to an end, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, you gotta fall. You gotta, you gotta learn, like, you gotta learn how to pick yourself back up, like. Yeah. All right, so curious, obviously, everybody's asking you this, and it's the worst question, but, like, what, what are some thoughts you have about this transition? Like, what, where do you see yourself maybe landing? I know you said, Brooke, that you wanted to bartend and stuff, but. How about you, Ray? What what are some things you're thinking about? Yeah, well, to clarify about um, my initial plan in college, um, I started in the interpreting program, and I was like, this is where my life is going to be. I'm going to be an interpreter. Um, I'm going to work with the deaf community. Um, and I had this kind of little voice in the back of my head that was like, this is a little bit of a stigma because of this idea that if you're a good signer, you should be an interpreter. But that's not exactly the thing. And even if you are have all of the different qualities to be a, a good interpreter, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best path at that current moment. So I came to realize that it wasn't a good fit and I shifted gears to ASL studies. And I still had that little feeling in the back of my head of like, kind of like when your parents are like, oh, you need to get the doctor degree. You need to be that top position and thinking that I was taking the easy way out but I realized that it's not the easy way out it's the good way out mm -hmm. it's my way out it's the thing that's going to best help me um, when I leave college and so now I've come to realize um, through taking a lot of different classes in in um, ASL and um, just a lot of through my different experiences um, that at some point further down the line, I'll probably end up in drug rehabilitation um, in the mm -hmm. deaf community because there's a definitely a lot of addiction within that community. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, before then, um, I'm uh, funny enough with Brooke, I also <laughs> got my LCC, hey. but I'm not <laughs> going to do bartending. I'm going to do bud tending. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, there is, not surprising, a good amount of the deaf community that does um, venture out into the uh, bud tending worlds, and I think that it would be a great world to be in. Um, and it's also a really great industry that's starting to really um, uh, be quite fruitful for people to realize that this is great for chronic um, pain and for a lot of chronic health issues. I didn't realize it was the same certification. Yeah. Yes, it is. Huh. Interesting. I didn't know that either. 
Yeah. In Oregon, it is anyway. Yeah, yeah. Say, yeah. and most of the questions are about liquor. Uh, yeah, I, see. I don't think I got any questions that had to do with. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. It's just like an online thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Took me three hours. Did it in a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, so those are great sort of like landing places. Maybe it gives you opportunities to really just kind of take a breather after. Mm-hmm. Many years of being in school, being through a pandemic, being through just a lot of changes and just, uh, yeah, I, I loved that one after I graduated, just taking a time and to do something that didn't require me to do that much thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I, like, I became an au pair. I went, I went to the United States and become a, became an au pair. It was this, not a mindless job. Obviously, I was taking care of kids and everything, but it was just kind of like, it's just... Still needed to breathe for for a while. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't let other people make you feel like you can't do it either. Like, mm-hmm. don't let somebody mm-hmm. tell you that you can't take time off. That was something that oh my, my goodness, yeah. Like my parents did. Like at first, were not very excited that I was going to take a gap year. Mm. Um, and I was like, no, this is something I want to do. And mm-hmm. I knew, wanted to do it when I first got to college. I'm like, I I knew when I graduated, I wanted to take a gap year. And then they kind of talked me out of it for a little bit, and then. At the beginning of this year, I put my foot down. I was like, no, like, this is what I want to do for myself. Thank mm-hmm. you. I've earned this degree. I'm going to take some time off. That's like, right. yeah. don't let anyone tell you that you can't take time off. Like, if you know that that's the best thing for yourself to just take some time, do what you got to do, enjoy your life, go do it. Don't let anyone else make you feel guilty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on, guys. Preach the world is the still burning. The world is still burning. <laughs> I think it's okay to breathe and take care of yourself for yes. a minute. <laughs> right. No, totally. Um, yeah. I think it's just a great gift to yourself. Um, just imagine like going straight and still having these doubts and then being like, you know, in your 30s thinking, what the hell did I do? Mm-hmm. Why didn't I just give myself time to think and, and reflect? So Well, that's a big, I feel like that's a, a becoming more and more of a popular way to look at careers and look yeah. at your, your work life. And you, and you, you know, Brooke, you mentioned, you know, how you were, looking at this career in, in medicine and then through talking to people realize that, man, maybe this isn't the kind of work-life balance that I want. And that's something that I think everyone is starting to consider more and more is like, not so much like what job am I doing, but like what kind of life am I going to have while doing this job? Yeah. Right. And that, and that's like, you know, kind of a testament to taking a gap year and things like that that are becoming more and more popular, I think, and yeah. more common is that people are realizing that life's not all about working. It's not all about and you know it's better to take a gap year now than like way in the future like right. when you have a mortgage and a family <laughs> exactly. it's like i'm gonna take a gap year not an like, option that's not yeah. really an option yeah oftentimes later on so this is mm-hmm. uh and i of course i would encourage like travel if possible i was and, gonna say and um just those experiences that oftentimes are hard to do when you have obligations and things like that there's so many things you can do yeah mm-hmm. like right after you like because you mentioned, you know, if you, a lot of students who are, especially traditional students who come straight out of high school into college and graduate, it's like a lot of times you don't have, you know, the family obligations, the the financial obligations. And so you have this a little bit more flexibility to go and do things and, and experience like travel and take a job that maybe isn't necessarily in the field that you're looking at. And I mean, just building relationships and maybe it's volunteering or doing other yeah. things, but there's so many different things that you can do to to still grow as a person and, and enjoy your yeah. time in a way. 
So I heard the other day, you know, I was talking, uh, listening to a video uh, by that guy who did the life design mm. down there in Stanford, and he was talking about how people have like three different distinct careers in their lives now, mm. you know. And so I just wanted to kind of give the possibility of when students are figuring out their f- transition going into mm-hmm. their their career, that they're just starting their first career. Yeah. Like they're just kind of like, and their first career might be like seven, eight years. Sure. And so, uh, and then there's this new period of life that is kind of like early adulthood, mm-hmm. which is kind of like around 28 to 32, something like that, when a lot of people make changes. That's what I made a change. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> what you made a change. Yeah. And so those are kind of new patterns that are emerging. And so kind of, I don't know, I'm hoping that gives students a little bit of respite to think that, you know, whatever you do right after graduation is not Mm-hmm. what you're going to do for the rest of your life. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. The idea of a career is, is definitely shifting. Yeah. All right. So any, um, you guys have met so many students throughout working at service learning, career development. Any kind of words of wisdom from uh, a graduating senior uh, or somebody who's kind of seen a lot in, you know, in terms of students coming in and getting help? that you want to offer that comes to mind use your resources <laughs> seriously use your resources like if you don't know what to put on your resume or if you don't know how to talk to somebody in an interview like if you have a if you have a resource for it use it i.e western students use our office service shameless learning and creative development yeah <laughs> shameless plug no but if you do if you have the resource or e- resources yeah. or even if you know like a, if you have a friend Mm-hmm. Who would be willing to help you put something together or like sit down and like pretend to have like an interview with you? Like, mm-hmm. y- utilize your resources. People mm-hmm. want to help yeah. you. People want to see you. A lot of people want to see you succeed. I won't say yeah. everybody. Right. Um, but, you know, a lot of people want to see you succeed, especially the people like that you're really close with. So, mm-hmm. you know, use your resources. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You pay a lot of money to come to university. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. So use your There's resources. There's a lot of resources on campus. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Ray, anything that kind of comes to mind? Uh, yeah, I was going to say reach out. Um, definitely embrace failure because it is a part of the learning process. It's not separate from the learning process. Right. Um, mm. I find that, Amen. honestly, the best learning situations have been when I failed so hard. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Preach into the choir. (laughs) (laughs) Anything you, each of you did sort of through your college years that you think you're so grateful that you did that? Or Mm. uh, I know, for instance, you've been involved with different things on campus. Besides working in our office. Extracurricular things or anything that you think like, wow, that's what I'm going to think back on college and think I'm going to remember that part. Mm. And that's going to be the positive memories. Well... Honestly, I know I shouldn't say it, but we're literally working in this office. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know you said not to say it, but it's like, okay. no, that like this has been, I've been working since my freshman year at winter term. And so I've spent a large amount oh, of my, <laughs> literally my entire college experience in this office and interacting with students on a daily basis and getting to work with you guys and getting to do a lot of super cool stuff. And I've learned a lot of things about myself and just about like the world in general. I won't say I know everything cause I don't, but I've definitely grown a lot as a person and learned a lot specifically from this job. And when I look at some of the core lessons that I've learned, 
it's I learned them from working for the SLCD. So, I mean, I've done other really cool things that I've taken away from, but a bulk of my experience, I would like credit a lot of my lessons and a lot of the cool stuff to the SLCD. And I will say we are hiring. I was gonna go, I was gonna do a commercial at the end of this. <laughs> Just, I, I had to say that, no, sorry. Shameless plug, yeah. we're hiring. <laughs> But I I watched you be really involved in uh, the pre-med association and Mm -hmm. and organizing uh, blood drives and all kinds of things like that that may have given tours to prospective students. I meet Mm -hmm. with a lot of high schoolers who are just like they're like, oh, I don't care, blah blah blah. (laughs) (laughs) So cool. (laughs) They're like, oh, I'm here just because my school told me to be here, or I'm here because my mom told me to be here, but. Um, <laughs> you know, they, they get excited, like about ha- a lot of the high schoolers that are really passionate about going to college, they get excited about halfway through the tour when they start to realize all the resources that there are to offer. But honestly, like, you know, at, from being an ambassador and then also working in the SLCD, it's astounding to me how many resources we preach to incoming students. And then for whatever reason, you get into your freshman year of college and then you don't like, I would say like argue like 75% of freshmen don't use the resources they have or don't go and explore them at all. Yeah. And you know, it's like, I, I advertise them. I literally advertise them weekly on my weekly tours and they get really excited about them. And it's interesting to see that disconnect. So anyone who's like either a freshman in college or you're going into college, like break the mold, go use your resources, (laughs) go explore. Um, it takes a lot of courage to reach out and like even to come into our office, it takes a lot of courage to do that. And so uh, those who do, I'm, you know, I'm not worried about them because I know they are kind of the ones that will kind of, you know, take a, take a risk and do mm-hmm. that. How about you, Ray? Anything that you kind of look back and say, oh, that was, that was a great experience or cool, cool, I'm glad I did that. Um, I mean, I hate to agree with Brooke, but like honestly, I I, everything, I <laughs> <laughs> the most, no, <laughs> that I have ever learned has been from this office. And um, it honestly helped me so much with being so comfortable with changing my major and being reassured and knowing that like I had people that were there to support me through every change. And I, it made me really, really realize that like, even if you don't shoot for that high, high paying job and that very clear career driven type major, doesn't mean that you're doomed to flip burgers. <laughs> like right. you got your degree, you mm-hmm. are way more qualified than you realize. And this office also made me realize how important it is to see that like all experience is relevant experience. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to think that one thing that you've done doesn't line up with your future path. Yeah. It, like everything fits together if you really think about it. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, I, I remember just uh, some things when I just noticed you being like ex- extra excited, like were um, the drag show. I remember you being really excited about that. So Yeah, yeah. Other than SLCT, I would definitely pick the drag show as one of my best experiences. Not going to lie, it was very stressful. But as mm-hmm. any theater production, that's mm-hmm. a given thing. Um, but it was a really great way to express myself and to... Uh, make some connections and you know just have some fun because I, yeah. I really like dancing and I'm not the type to just like go someplace and just like 
do a little dance. I'm like, <laughs> that's not, I'm not that type of person, but like, I really enjoy being in a group of choreography. Mm. I like, I like that sort of group event mm. type thing. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And the drag show is just super fun to see come together. Oh, yeah. It's really cool. I missed it this year. But, oh, well, thank you guys so much, you know, for coming here. And we're yeah. going to miss you so much. It's just going to be good to have another oh. year and not have you in the office. And if you're listening and you're a student at Western, <laughs> apparently, as Adrian mentioned, we are hiring. This episode will come out in about a week. So, yeah, the posting will be up. It's up now, actually, but it'll still be up. Um, so hopefully you hear this. Hopefully you apply. Um, on Handshake. On Handshake. Brooke and Ray have been awesome to work with. Um, and we need to find awesome people like them to continue to work with us. So if you're interested... Uh, stop by our office, chat with them, yeah. ask them about the job, ask them what they think. I'm really talkative. <laughs> <laughs> They'll tell you everything. So yes, please apply. We're, and you don't have to be a particular type of person. You like, don't. Brooke is more talkative. Ray is not that talkative, but she is great mm -hmm. at what she does. So yeah, you don't have to be a particular type of person. No, no Both particular of major. Great. Both nothing. of them are great at what they do. Yeah. And even if you don't think you're qualified, still apply because I turned in the crappiest resume for this job. And yeah. let yeah. me know. Shoot your shot, <laughs> everybody. Judge. Shoot your shot. <laughs> you do not judge. No, by the time you graduate, your resume better be impeccable. Really impeccable. Yeah. I think I've looked at my resume like five times over. Like yeah. now, like I just mm -hmm. look at it like all the time now. It's like a force of habit. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. And your cover letter. And my cover letter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That bar better look at your resume. <laughs> they better appreciate. No, I'm, I will say my mom, she's a business owner. And so she actually shows me a lot of her resumes that she gets. Mm. And she'll have me look at them now. Uh -huh. <laughs> and every time she hands them to me, I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, I just, I just, and she's like, why are you making that face? I'm like, oh, they used a template. Or they, <laughs> what kind of font is that? Jeez. Yeah, no, their name is too large. Like, right. <laughs> and I just sit there and I'm like hypercritical. I'm like, wait, wait, come they on. Like, be, I'm like, be nice, be nice. Yeah, they use Comic Sans. I have seen that before. Oh, no. And some of them, it's really bad. Like, I'll just go like, oh, mom, I just don't think we should finish reading this one. I read all of them because she asked me to, but I'm just like, oh, I don't know. You work with us, you'll never look at resumes the same. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So get your resume reviewed too. Yeah. If you aren't sure about your resume, come see us. Mm -hmm. Again, another shameless plug, but that's what we're here for. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right. This has been awesome. This is, yeah. yeah thanks, <laughs> guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Is that it for today? That's Good it. Good place to end it? Yes. All right. Well, thanks for joining us again, everybody. And we will... Talk to you soon. Apply if you're looking for a job on campus and want to work with the coolest people on campus. Seriously. <laughs> that's not a plug. That's just a fact. No, that is a fact. All right. Well, thanks again, everybody. Bye. Bye.